Hello and welcome to the Mud Show Dirt Sheet Competitive Fantasy Booking by Two High Guys in the Target Demo. Tim Ross and I'm joined, as always, by my friend, my podcast co-host, the man who at this moment is desperately trying to wrangle his cat, Ryan Peterson. Ryan, how are you, my friend? Oh, we're doing great over here. We got just a exploratory grizzy today. She's uh, just getting to know the new property that we own together. Uh and she was she's trying to explore one of the closets and we're just trying not to have her make noise. So How's that going? She got a couple of meows on there. She was good have good appearance. Better if I cued it. Yeah, no, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I Great. tell you what, that was a fun intro, but it uh, I would as an original intro, I was going to mention how you're wearing the best t-shirt in all of professional wrestling. That's true. Literally my favorite wrestling t-shirt of all time. It's a picture of the Young Bucks super kicking Kenny with Cody laying unconscious underneath him. And in American flag letters, it says, they chose me. The man on that shirt is a baby face. Yeah, no, he, in honor of Cody turning heel last week. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, I'm wearing my Cody being a heel shirt of uh, him ducking the super kicks and hitting Kenny Omega. Can we talk about how Cody Rhodes fully carnied me last week? It's, it's crazy. It's like the fans boo him one time and he's like, you, you, you know, you boo me one time. I guess I'll just get out of here. You don't want me here anymore? <laughs> you don't deserve, I guess I'll just get out of here. You don't deserve Cody Rhodes anymore. I guess I'll just get out of here. I'll just leave. You know, I, I you, guess I'll just get out of here. If you don't want me anymore, I'll just get out of here. Everybody's like, everybody's like, no, please. Please. We, we don't hate you that much. And then there was me going, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah. Cody's going to retire. I was excited. Uh, uh, you're, you were waking me up from my slumber going, Ryan, Cody's retiring. Cody's retiring. And I'm like, huh, I can stay awake for it for just 10 more minutes. Yeah. I couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't. And it's Had a to rewatch it. It's a rare. Uh, it's a rare thing to have Ryan Peterson fall asleep during a dynamite. And spoiler alert: I think it might happen again this week because we got a little bit of a shitter of a card this week, friends. I'm just gonna level, and I love the program. I'm Tony, gonna... you're listening. You're listening. <laughs> like you're at, at at some point you're just trying to get over a million on the cm punk is he coming because that's the only way you're getting a million people to tune into this show is tony, is this where he debuts tony we're not worried about us we're <clears throat> gonna watch you know we'll be here <laughs> we're talking about for other people tony like you know what i'm gonna pause here let's not get into it let's talk about the show ryan tell the people what we do this is what we do here we fantasy book aew dynamite every wednesday if tony khan was like hey ryan i've been listening to the show lately we know you are and he does and, and he, he does really he does friend of the show tony khan yep yep just go ahead book this dynamite <clears throat> and i would tell you how i would do it yep and spoiler alert none of this is how we would do it but if we got handed the match list and said this is what we're doing this is what we're doing this is what we do and that's what I'm saying, is if we had to pick these matches, what would we pick? That's just like an appetizer. Though. Yeah, that's because it doesn't matter if we're right or wrong. What matters in wrestling is the number in the demo, because when we started this great podcast, we were planning on sitting in here for about 15 to 16 years of Wednesday Night Wars 
company to company battles, and then one company was just like, no more midgets and old people. Yeah. And that pretty much cuts their roster in half. More. Like 80%. Yeah. Because all the young people work in AEW. But regardless that AEW is now free of competition and is therefore competing with Monday Night Raw, this podcast is about one thing. Statistics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Ryan, you had an idea for a punishment this week. You sent it to me. And I sent it back a little changed. Why don't you tell them what the podcast punishment is for this week? Ten minute ice bath. First time in that new tub. Yeah. Uh can I get can I get a ruling from any listener? Just tweet at us at Dirt Sheet Pod, first plug of the show. Good one. Good one. Dear listener, is Ryan, because he's gonna lose this week. When Fuck he, no. When he's in the ice bath, is Ryan allowed to use his bathtub's jacuzzi jets? <laughs> get that thing rolling. It'll be like the motor from Major League. You got it. We got fu- we got cut funding. Forget the curveball, Ricky. Throw him the heater. Right, and this is a major league podcast as much as it is ever since John Moxley started using the same walkout music as Rick Vaughn. Yeah. So, and and it welcome, does make welcome fun. to the welcome to the fan base, major league fans. <laughs> we appreciate you being here. That'd be the craziest way to make us famous. Is that uh, yeah? One time they said uh, they said major league on their podcast, and I just fell in love with it. Let's get into the show, Ryan. What do you think's going to open this week? I think you're going to start this match off with the labors of Jericho, number four with Wardlow, and the reason that is is because I've noticed something with AEW is that you start happy and sad, start sad and happy. They they always like that that big pop for the either the go home happy or they go home like real real mad. Yeah, and and I think you start with the labors of Jericho and, and, you, and get you, everybody real happy. You got a happy here. Not for me, uh, because I don't like to see Wardlow lose. But but Chris Jericho, if he does one thing in these labors, is he's putting other people over, and I think he's going to do a great job of making Wardlow look like the biggest, young, beefiest boy. Yeah, and he is. But, Ryan. Yes, sir. What if you just let Wardlow win this one? Is Wouldn't that, that, is that fucking cool? crazy? Wouldn't Am that be I cool? fucking crazy for saying, what if you just let Wardlow win this one? Could, could you imagine just the deflation of Pittsburgh <laughs> oh, so if he just sad. loses? Oh, my God. And nobody deserves it more to be so sad like Pittsburgh does. No, I I don't know one thing about Pittsburgh except for Ben Roethlisberger. And, and I hate him. And that's enough. Yep. Uh, but... I don't know, man. If you if Jericho's not done, and it like if he is, obviously you let MJF do it. It's a big horrifying moment. But if Jericho's gonna wrestle for another year and it's not time for MJF <laughs> to retire him yet, just let fucking Wardlow kick the shit out of him. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> Wouldn't, Wouldn't that, that be, be fun? fun? <laughs> just you you watch Chris Jericho take that knee off the thing and just die on the mat, and everybody goes. No, <laughs> you would get that. You would just get that the same guy's face from when the Undertaker lost the streak. Yeah, just the yeah. Everybody's doing that face right now. That's I mean, listening. The the problem is, and we we talked about it earlier on the show. You can't do that one week after Malachi Black beats Cody Rhodes True. in four minutes. True. God, I just wish you could. You know, because because yep. you knew this labor was coming. You knew that. 
the ace in the hole of MJF's whole pinnacle faction is the fact that he has this monster, right? Yep. And one of the most protected people in AEW. He was the first vignette, and he is the probably the least wrestled yeah. big guy on the roster. Yeah, I remember that AEW title eliminator match with Wardlow that I predicted Jungle Boy would win. Yep. And Wardlow, strictly speaking, dominated. Yep. And I love watching the dude wrestle. He's great. Yep. And it sucks that he has to be a stepping stone for the rest of this story to get Chris Jericho to MJF, but I'm sure he's going to do a great fucking job. Yeah, you wish you could have done like a two-on-one tag match with FTR instead of this because you still like having Wardlow being as protected as he is, but I think... Again, I think you can put him over and maybe maybe Chris Jericho does a little cheat to win thing, you know, something a little bit, a little bit, you know, because he can't have anybody help. But I don't think like him breaking the rules yeah. is is been defined as him losing. Yeah. I, so, you know, you could even maybe make a case that like an Eddie finish would be a yeah. cool way to end this. Keep Wardlow like super duper protected, not even take a pinfall, you yep. know? Yep. And... Yeah, I like any way go, this thing is going to be fun because either Chris Jericho wins and he's going on to lose to MJF again, or Wardlow wins and Wardlow wins and Wardlow wins and Wardlow wins, and I can't say that enough. Is there one more labor and then MJF? MJF is, is the five. fifth labor. Okay. okay. Which timing-wise sure, yeah. is interesting because we're still like not super close. I mean... It's just like three weeks away at this point, which in COVID time is feeling like forever. Yeah, uh, getting getting just just tightness in my chest thinking about whether or not and we're going to be able to. So yeah, you know that's, that's true. just the anxiety. It's true. Or it's true. Maybe but, not, but yeah. but uh, it's it's one. It's just one of those things where I'm thinking if we don't get to go to this, hey, it's going hey, to be. If a you're nightmare. listening to this, and I think I've said this on a previous episode. If you're listening to this, get a fucking vaccine. I want to see a wrestling thing in person so goddamn bad. You Speaking know? of wrestling things in person, this week, get all to, ego, Ethan God, Page. Get to see Ethan Page So in handsome. I'm going to ask him something. I'm going to try to get it to be able to prove to be on the podcast. And I'm just going to wonder why they didn't name their faction Team Handsome. God, because it's so obvious it's to us. the clearest thing I've ever seen. And I, I hope he takes that as respectfully as I mean it. Yeah, yeah. Because men of the year... Not a bad name. You know, it's a better name. Team Handsome. Team Handsome. And it's obvious. Like, yep. you can see it. Yep. Uh, that's all I had on labor number four, unless you got anything else. No, I just think I think Chris Jericho is going to make Wardlow look next level here. You know, I yep. think he's going to make Wardlow look like Vince McMahon's wet dream. <laughs> can I say that? <laughs> I'm not sure if I can talk about an 80-year-old man jizzing in his sleep on this podcast. Thank you for the episode title, an 80-year-old man jizzing in his sleep. I think that'll get clicks. Unique downloads. That's incredible. Moving on to what I think will be the next match on the card, we have uh, the team of Wheeler Yuta, Orange Cassidy, and Chuck Taylor versus... Uh, and I have here a quote from Ryan Peterson directly. The best trio in AEW today, Matt Hardy and Private Party. Ryan, 
I know you're a bad wrestling fan, and therefore you have to be a fan of heels. Why'd you pick this one? <laughs> Why'd you pick this one, Ryan? Private Party changed their outfits. Yep. And since then, they've been pretty good, you know? <laughs> Uh, in the fact that half of Top Flight is hurt, we haven't had to see how good Top Flight is uh, instead of how good Private Party is. So they've looked good. And then, you know, Matt Hardy, just the classic, you know, the classic guy, one last run here, give him all that he can. You know, he needs support here in his heel role because I know a lot of people it's not coming off to. But, you know, to me, I just think it's really hitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big money Matt's really hitting He's got here. heat with you. Taking, taking 30% of everybody's... He's, Making so many percents, you know, yeah. and he just keeps getting people to sign these contracts. Like, what a good character he is being. Man, you did such a good job. You, you, you're right, man. They're over with me now. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, generally yeah. speaking, I've been pretty anti-Matt Hardy on yeah. this podcast. Anti-mask, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about Andrade's entrance, okay? Oh. <laughs> I just thought it was ruined that we didn't get to see everyone's reaction because they were all wearing masks. <laughs> that's, a, that's what we call a, a subversion of expectation. I let him in thinking you, I was going to protest, and then I just told the original joke again. Oh, man. <laughs> Off the rails. Too much fun. Too much fun. On the podcast this week. Grizzly just being all good, though. Yeah, sweetheart. You said Dante Martin, and he's not in this match. He's in a different trios match. Yep. But I like Wheeler Yuta, man. And you know I love Chuck Taylor. It's true. And Orange Cassidy's the most over babyface in AEW or the world. And there I said it. And I'm not going to apologize. And... Hardy Party is uh, it's fine, and that's that's feels it's a professional take from you. Feels generous, you know. Yeah, it, it feels generous to say they're fine. This is again not a match for the casual tune-in viewer, and yeah. maybe do more of those, especially with Orange <laughs> Cassidy, because people seem to like that young man. Don't make him fight Matt Hardy. <laughs> like, yeah. The- Here's the thing that we forget about AEW is that they're young. They're so young. And Private Party is young, and they will grow, and they will be. But, I mean, I think Mark Quinn has that just beautiful moonsault that you see, I think, in the AEW intro still to this day. It was one of the first ones that we ever saw him throw. It's just we need to see that progress. And just seeing them be Matt Hardy goons is not allowing them to progress as a tag team very well. Yeah, like... Every vet in AEW that has worked with a babyface has elevated them, yep. you know? And that, like, across the board, a lot of these legends have been doing a great job. The exception is Matt Hardy, who literally anyone he works with, like, is kind of made irrelevant. Yep. So much so that, like, I forgot for a period of time that the Butcher and the Blade were employed by Matt Hardy. Still, and, to this day. And I fucking love that tag team, man. Like, g- do something else, you know? Yeah. The the fact that there are two trios matches on this card, and Hardy Party is in one, and Death Triangle isn't, yep. is criminal. The fact that you don't have Death Triangle on this card is criminal, but I think you will see them in a in a segment with Andrade, 
but I just want to see these guys get after it. And I know part of it is that you're trying to make me want to see these guys get after it, you know, but I think it's it's time that you have to start putting, if you're going to give us trios things, you have to start giving us Death Triangle. Yep. I mean, the best friends thing I'm sure will be fine. Like I said, Wheeler is catching heat and... Chucky's a steady hand, Orange Cassidy's a star, but like, even if it's not Death Triangle, which, you know, ostensibly a babyface tag team in quotations, but just give it to somebody who matters, you know, give it, give it to somebody who's going to do something with it because Hardy Party isn't, you know, but I, I see a pretty clean babyface win here. I'm sure. Uh, you know, either Orange Cassidy or Wheeler Yuta getting his first pin on Dynamite. Either way, go big pop and like yep. just a happy ten minutes for the crowd, basically, yeah. and for us because yeah. I like watching Orange Cassidy because yeah. I'm a Mark. Yeah. And speaking of babyface wins, we have Darby Allen versus Daniel Garcia coming up on this card. Yep, a uh, man so obscure to Ryan and I that Ryan doesn't know his first name is Danny. And you know, Fuck. and you know, I hate to mention. I said it, Daniel, right? right? You did say yeah, Daniel. That's pretty close. Yeah, it is close. I'm I'm gonna give you credit. It is close. And as I said that joke, I thought to myself, "Man, you're pretty confident about this one too. <laughs> Maybe a little too confident." <laughs> Either way, it's fucking funny. Either way, it's fucking funny. Yeah, man. Darby Atlin, eight minutes, coffin drop win. You get to see the new Rooster Teeth animation intro theme, which is good. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, Darby Allen's never going to be entirely for me, but I'm glad that Griffin likes it. Yeah, and that's the thing, is that if it gets Griffin to come over here and hang out with us on Wednesdays and enjoy the show, that's enough for me. Griffin, I know you're not playing Magic tomorrow, you cuck. You fucking <laughs> Q cuck. Come over and watch wrestling tomorrow, Griffin. It'd be a good time, I bet. I bet it'd be a good time. And it'd actually be today when, by the time he listens to this, would be my guess, but... Well... Who's counting? Who's counting? Hey, I would normally wouldn't even mention it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you're going to get... Apparently, Danny Garcia is four people, and he looked good on his Dan- Dynamite debut last week, and he's going he's gonna to give Darby a little run. It'll be a little small versus small action, and that'll be for who that's for. Yeah, uh... Shout out to that whole six-man operation. That match was entirely watchable for, yep. like, three guys I've never heard of. Yep. Because I've never watched a minute of NXT. I don't know what an Ever-Rise He doesn't is. know what an NXT is. <laughs> Who's she? <laughs> Love to meet her. But these guys are fine. These guys can work. These guys can lose on Dynamite and win on Dark. That's great. Sure. Yep. That's, That's a great role. Yep. <laughs> That's a great rule for a bunch of the AEW roster. You lose on Dynamite, you win on Dark. Hey, man, somebody's got to do it. Yeah, that's true. Collect fucking checks. You're not getting the shit beat out of you like Fuego is every week. <laughs> yeah, you want to you get heat in AEW, just beat the fuck out of just Fuego. Just kill Fuego. Something after a big babyface win that I think is going to be a bummer for this local crowd. Impact title match, uh, Good Brothers. The big LG Dot Gallows and 2012 G1 finalist Carl Anderson versus a couple of jobbers from Montreal, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. You know, Dark Order sad right now and Super Elite happy. And you're not going to do an impact title change on Dynamite yet. But I don't know, man. Like, 
it bums me out that I'm going to have to watch the Dark Order work, you know, lose for six weeks because Hangman's going on paternity leave. Here's the thing. Is that this is kind of the beginning of the elite becoming cheerable heels. Is Dark Order stopped their friend getting, or didn't stop their friend getting beat up last week. So the crowd's going to kind of enjoy Gallows and Anderson beating the shit out of Uno and Grayson a little bit. I think so. I think the crowd's going to start turning, buddy. No, a I little bit of heel turn. I think everybody gets that, like, in the soap opera that is Hangman Dark Order, Uno and Grayson were just doing what Hangman asked. You know? You know? It's, it's, and I'm it's, the bad guy. Ryan, how many times have I said aloud that Dark Order is a dangerous manipulation cult? I believe that wholeheartedly. I think these are bad men. But I think, I think that in order to court Hangman, they're being good men, and they're doing a very good job of doing it. You know? You know, Ryan? No. I think the crowd's going to enjoy watching Uno and Grace and get the shit kicked out of them. No, I think... I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, you're a bad wrestling fan. You like it when baby faces get hurt. Carl Anderson can spin the ball on his finger for a long time. Long time. And you love Sour Boy. I <laughs> Sour Boy Sour Boy's the best character on PT. <laughs> Every time he looks at the camera, I'm like, yeah, Sour Boy's back. I, I honestly said that out loud when I saw Sour Boy this morning when I was watching BT. I was like, I was like, yes, Sour Boy's back. Yes, my favorite character, Sour Boy. I also love Brandon Cutler enjoying cheating. That's good. That's good. That's shit. very funny. It's very good shit. I started watching Sammy's blog. I'm a fucking YouTube mark now. Yeah, apparently you just spend all your time looking at influencers watching TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, well, you watch Ethan Page's vlog with the sound off, so... Hey, man. He's nice to look at. What am I going to do? He's nice to look at. Who, who am I? It's going to be a real bummer when you see how bad you creep Ethan Page out. Who <laughs> 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 be so fucking high? Just a pale high man being like, you and, you and Scorpio should be handsome. <laughs> Team handsome. <laughs> Team handsome. <laughs> why, why aren't you Team handsome? <laughs> 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 what even fucking match were we on? Uh, the Impact Tag Titles. Nah, man. Like these dudes suck. <laughs> like they suck so bad that they suck in real life on their podcast. And like, I love their podcast. Me too, but they suck. They talk about coming a lot. <laughs> they do talk about coming a lot. It's funny how I, I'm like, um, the morning show on K Fan. I'm like, oh, this is dick and ball jokes, and I'll be at the gym listening to talking shop. I'm like, <laughs> kids, kids, fucking lab- label shit at work, kids instead of cheese sauce. <laughs> is that a, is that real? Yeah, oh yeah. You're a bad person. Uh, Griffin started labeling stuff cummus. I suppose that's uh, that's exactly as much as we have to say about this Impact Tag Title match. I think that uh, yeah, I think that you're gonna have the Good Brothers hopefully just beating the shit out of these two guys that I hate now. 
Because they didn't help your friend Hangman? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they weren't supposed to, Ryan. They weren't supposed to. That's fine. Just tell John Silver and Alex Reynolds and Ten and all those guys how wrong they are. They, John Silver's liked our shit on Twitter before, so... They were supposed to. Friend of the to, show. They weren't supposed to. You know, there sometimes there That's aren't fine. any right answers, That's fine. Ryan. John Silver's likes mean nothing to you. I'm sorry. Whose tweet did he like? Was it your tweet, Ryan? Uh, one of them. Well, the first one was mine. Yeah? I remember, because I <laughs> Cause have not know. felt a rush of euphoria like it since. It was like, first orgasm, then John Silver. Yeah. Pretty close. <laughs> Pretty close. And then fly fish. Yeah. First fish. Oh, that was big. Yeah? I mean, not the fish wasn't big, obviously, but emotionally big. Earned daddy's love that day. Friend of of the show, my dad. Friend of the show, Tim Ross. Yeah. Congratulations on, you know. Your son did it. He was so proud of you that one time. God. Love it. Uh, Yeah, so the Impact Impact Championships retain. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to say about that match. Doc Gallows pins Stu Grayson. Magic killer. I love you, dad. Stu Grayson, new gear this week. I'm you, calling it. You've been asking for it for a hundred weeks, and it hasn't happened yet. So, yeah, Stu Grayson gear change. He's going to come out in pants, and people are going to go, wow. This is a beef. Yeah. He's just going to wear those jeans. Beef. That'd be fine. Jeans. I would rather watch him wrestle in jeans. Guy looks good in jeans. Good donk. Cody meal plan. <laughs> and I think after you get that great tag team match, you're going to probably move right into the women's match. Number one contendership, Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander. My girl. My girl, Chris She's Statlander. Back. I bet you're not even going to mention an Oklahoma role. I mean, I don't think you're going to see it against Nyla Rose, but uh, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm going to get to see Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander for the AEW Women's Championship at All Out, and that's fucking great. Like, couldn't be happier. I'm a huge Chris Statlander, Mark, man. She's fucking great. She she fucking powered. She did a 450. And long listening fans of the show will know. <laughs> all That's all it takes to get over <laughs> Literally, with you. Literally, if you do a 450, you're over with me. And that's like a title of a show. And Chris Statlander, do 450 good. Yeah. You I, know? I, I agree. And the thing about this is I feel bad for Nyla being put in this booking situation of constantly losing 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 at some point it's gonna have to end or you're gonna have to take her off tv for a little bit or something of that sort because she's supposed to be this powerful beast and if she just keeps taking pin after pin after pin in every big situation it's gonna be tough and now now you're looking at well where do you give nyla win you can't give it to her over thunder rosa and it seems like big swole's been gone for a while you know the comeback wins for nyla rose are gonna have to take place against people who you're not sure if you can have her beating. So where's her spot on this card if she's going to lose this match, which I will say that she will lose this match because you're not going to do Nyla versus Britt again. Yeah, you've, you, you have beaten that horse plumb to death. Yeah, and... we have seen that as many times as we can see it, and it is good because they're two good wrestlers now, but we can't see it again. I'm going to do something called a callback, Ryan, where I'm going to talk about a thing I said earlier in the show and prove uh, how right I am. Nice. Some people lose or win on dark and lose on dynamite. And right now that's Nyla Rose because at the top of the, you know, heel side of the women's division, you have her and you have the doctor who is such a bad wrestler that (laughs) 
everyone in the world cheers her even though she's a heel. Say that as many times as you can and tell people here because that's going to make us famous. Yep. Um, and that's it, you know? And she's beaten the bunny and she's beaten Penelope Ford. It's just like sometimes you win on dark and you lose on dynamite. And I'm sorry, Nyla, that that's where you're at, but it's not going to be forever, you know? But for right now, well, Britt needs to stack up great title defenses like Cordwood before she loses it to Thunder Rosa, obviously. You got to understand, you got to, as a very good pro wrestler once say, know your damn role, you know? Understandable. And I agree. It's just, I don't see when Nyla's time would be to come back because I think that your next champion is for sure Thunder Rosa. And I think that you have a couple more that will sneak in before it's Nyla's time again. And you're looking at, what, two, three years down the road? Where are you going to keep Nyla I mean, you talk about an immediate first title defense for Thunder Rosa, a great match against, you know, Nyla Rose. You give her her best match ever, probably, because Thunder Rosa is incredible and she can work great with everybody. Everybody's match with Thunder Rosa will be the best match ever. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's got a spot, and it's not the top of the card right now. But Chris Statlanders is, and that's that's wonderful for everybody because... She's fun to watch wrestle. She hangs out with Orange Cassidy. She does the boop. She does the 450. She does the Oklahoma roll. There's nothing not to like here. She she is probably your best women's wrestler that you have as far as skill level and caliber. The only thing that holds her level down is that she is such a bigger athlete than the rest of them. And, it, and it's hard to make that look good all the time. And But I think things like... Like Thunder and, you know, Britt's going to be able to do it well and things of that sort. But I think her wrestling ability sometimes gets overlooked because of the fact that she is just a a giant, just a beat, like yeah, a huge, huge athlete. Yeah. Like, and regard, I'm not here to body shame anybody, but I'm not talking about huge in the same way that, like, Nyla Rose, for example, is a huge, big athlete. Yeah. Chris Statlander came back from an ACL surgery and looked like she was cut out of fucking stone. Oh, yeah. And is still probably what? You know, 5'10? Yeah. And like thick, strong, big athlete. And that's not how most of your women's division is built. Yeah. But I think, spoiler alert for our all out card show. I think fucking Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander is going to slap. I think that's going to be a very good match. It's going to be incredible. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Very this, excited for that. This is just, you know, step on the road. And thank you, Nyla, for doing it. But you're going to lose. Uh, you'll get three, eight consecutive wins on Dark Elevation on Congratulations. A couple Rampage wins to open shows, probably. That'll be fine. I'll let you beat Ty Conti on the all-out pre-show. How's that? I don't like it, but... It'd be great to have her back. Yeah. Don't know where she's been. But. Then I think what's is all that's left is the big, the last trios match? Main event of the card. It's got a main event. Got a main event. Kenny Omega doesn't wrestle on the mid card. The Bucks. Kenny Omega. The Elite. The Elite. The, the Elite versus... 
the Seidel brothers, and Dante goddamn Martin is going to main event Dynamite. And he's only 20 years old, and he's from Minneapolis. Ryan, talk about it before I start crying. (laughs) Your your local pride, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy how excited you get about seeing seeing Dante Martin on this show. And why not? Why not? Because you just have so much attachment to this, this city of ours. Hey, Tim, what's your favorite Minneapolis sports team? Top flight. <laughs> Top flight. Uh, what? Not close either. It's And it's the truth, for yeah. sure. For sure. Also, most likely to win a championship in the next 10 years, for sure. Top and, flight. And, and not close. Not close. Not close. We get to see Dante wrestle on Sunday, man. That's right. I'm, I'm fucking excited maybe, for it. Maybe a Dante-Ethan Page match or something like that. That'd be real nice. That'd be real nice. Real tasty treat for us. Dante da- Danhausen would probably be fine. Just fine. Uh, yeah, no, I'm excited for this just because I enjoy every time you get to see the elite wrestle. They're especially now that they're heels, it is so much fun watching. They're just bullshit, shitty stuff. I mentioned Brandon Cutler, how much I've loved that he's embraced this role as a cheater and the spray and everything is it, from the moment I watched on BTE when he was uh, when he hit Pac off the top rope. And he's like, I'm sorry, Pac, but he was cheating. But he was, you know, I love it. I every part of it i just eat up the storyline it's been incredible couldn't agree more man you you saw the beginning of i've said this before on the show it's it's the biggest lower your expectations so that you can shatter them later yep it's perfect it's so perfect and they keep doing it the fucking collective internet tears of just Mark's weeping for Hangman, who is so clearly going on paternity leave that it could not be more obvious to (laughs) anyone who isn't just like, it's real to me, damn it. But like, yeah, man, Kenny is as good out of the ring now as he was in the ring in 2018, and that's fucking cuckoo nanas and he's to say starting to get into shape and he's starting to get into shape because he's gonna make a g1 run he's gonna work <laughs> his own schedule <laughs> it's and we're coming up on a triple a championis match so i think that's probably where we're gonna get this andrade visit as well not to skip over the match with the seidel brothers and dante martin which I think all you're going to see is another beautiful Dante Martin performance, and you're going to see us on Twitter going, why is nobody talking about Dante Martin? And then they'll be like, look at all these guys under 24, and then we'll comment, Dante Martin. Why is Dante, Dante Martin, Martin not on there? It's a criminal you left Dante Martin off that list. <laughs> you should be put in jail. He's, he's doing me on Throw Twitter right now, and I can't agree with him anymore. It's crazy <laughs> that people are like, top Top 20 athletes on AEW under the age of 20 from Minneapolis, Minnesota, who wrestle in a tag team with their brother, and Dante Martin's not on the fucking list. Do these people even watch the show? They're watching two different programs. Yeah. He was bagging groceries at Cub. He was. At Cub. Just in a pandemic, just struggling to get by. Sent Sent an email. Sent an email and an Instagram post, you know. Just incredible stuff. You gonna cry? He's gonna cry. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't cry. Yeah, man. I love Dante Martin as much as I indifferent Mike Seidel. What in the fuck is a Mike Seidel? Is he still doing the yoga mat thing? I couldn't tell you. Does has Matt Seidel gone back to hitting a shooting star press? Couldn't tell you. Well, 
Well, you got to hope you see like a lot of elite offense in this one. Then. And then you see a lot of Dante Martin offense, and then you just wrap it up real tight, put a little bow on it. One, two, three. Rick Knox probably doing some garbage shit like he always does. Yeah, Rick Knox is a real piece of shit. Enjoyed the Chucky e. T. Uh, shout out to Rick Knox. And he goes, look at Rick Knox not even paying attention. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give Knox a shit. Knox doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. And, and Could that's you imagine if Rick thing. Knox showed up at... Fucking blood, sweat, and beers. The heat. No, heat. (laughs) You'd get the Matt Cardona treatment. Yeah, I would throw trash at Ring Knox and get kicked out. Uh, But I think, yeah, I think you're going to get Andrade to come out and tease the the triple championes match that he's got with Kenny this weekend, I think. I think it's the 14th. You're looking at me. This is... I have no idea. Dude, I see it. The next belt... That Kenny Omega is gonna win. Yeah, you just—it just came to you in epiphany. You said the name, man. Matt Cardona, GCW Heavyweight Champion. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Nick Gage comes back in to fight Kenny Omega. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be good, huh? What Yucky if that? What if that headlined all out? I'd rather have Matt Cardona than Christian. How do you like the sound of that? Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more, Ryan, because. The Christian thing is not for me, and I'm sure we're going to get a little sample of it at the end of this match. You know, much more likely, I think, than the Andrade thing because Kenny Omega doesn't even walk around with the AAA championship anymore. It's crazy that he has a belt that he values less than the TNA title. So what will probably happen is that Kenny will just beat the shit out of Dante at the end of the match, and then Christian will come out and he'll do the... And Dante will be like, thank you so much. I could see that. Appreciate you. Thank you so much, Christian. And, and then, then Christian, Christian shows up at Blood, like... Sutton Beers. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Ugh. He just starts following us around. <laughs> I'll listen to the show, guys. Friend of the show. Christian jumps into the audience and he's like, Tony sent me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he knows what you guys are doing. Yeah, stop. Uh... Yeah, so I, I mean, no funny business until the end. Yeah, I would. I mean, I don't know why you would possibly need heel cheating to beat Mike Seidel, but yeah. maybe to beat Dante Martin. Maybe to beat Dante Martin. I bet Dante Martin would take a take maybe, a one winged angel Kenny, like hell. Maybe you get a Kenny Dante Martin match on a rampage in Chicago. That'd be great. Yeah, I'd close love to that. home. I'd love that. Maybe they're coming to Minneapolis and you do it there and you just <laughs> and you just let Minneapolis boo Kenny Omega through tears and by Minneapolis I mean me. 24 year 24 year old uh, wet dream for you tonight after thinking about Kenny Omega versus Dante Martin and you just let him kill him. <laughs> just kill. Uh that does it for the card episode of the show. Now we're getting to the important shit. Meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. We uh we tied last week, which means we are going to counseling therapy. Uh it's going to take some time. I'm having a tough time finding couples counselors that work with podcast co-hosts. So we'll do our best. Yeah, but I'm not going to lie. I was also thinking tasteless. I was also thinking that I should probably go to just regular therapy. <laughs> Epiphany? Uh, this might be a good idea. Who says this podcast isn't good for you? It'll be good for me. Yeah, you just think like so? this podcast has been. God, how Neil feels has yeah. just changed your life. Yeah, that kind of has. Ayahuasca next. 
do ayahuasca, but you won't do mushrooms. Uh, Crazy person. You won most recently outright, so you should go first. I, I agree think that's with that. Yeah. I'm going to go one point zero over. <laughs> Finish the number. Over. Five. Fine. You could have said 1.09. I'm taking the over. This show's white hot. There's no Olympics. People are watching it. People are loving it. People adore it. Sure. It's the best show on cable. Sure. It's number one on Wednesday nights. It's beating the <laughs> shit out of Tuckle, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Tuckle. Tuckle. Yeah, man. I say that, uh, yeah, I think, I think that, you know, this card just does nothing. I think the last episode was a little lackluster. Uh, rewatched it back because, you know, and, as I said, took a little snooze. Uh, watched it back. You know, the Malachi Black stuff was great with uh, Jim Ross. That ain't going to get it done. And then it did. And then it did. And that was pretty good. Uh, but I just think that you're going to have a little slip here in the lead into Rampage, which will be on the on the following Friday. I think you're going to leave a lot to be desired to make that Rampage number big. So I think you're probably going to get... Yeah, I'm real curious to see what having an additional hour of programming does to the number. I think it could be, you know, I think in the short term, the number can only go down or stay the same. I don't think the fact that there's a Friday show does anything for the Wednesday show two days before. But, I don't know, man. You know, pretty solidly 1.1 last week. And uh, with that in mind... With your number there, I'll set the demo at point four three. Over. Good for you. Yep. It was gonna it's gonna stay right around point four four, point four five, point point four six. Uh I think just because even with the Olympics you weren't seeing the you weren't seeing the demo slip. You were seeing the number slip just a little bit from what it was the week before the Olympics, but you kept, you saw that demo was the same, and I think that demo might just be where we sit for a minute until we get the punk, until we get the Brian Danielson, until we get the Ruby Sohos, and then that and then you might even see that demo climb, which is a, a crazy Incredible thing. Incredible know. And, and if you see that demo climb, who knows where this show could go, you know? This show, of course, referring to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which... Getting some followers this week. Welcome. Hopefully, we can get you to listen to the show just by tweeting a picture of Eddie Guerrero. Hey. Which I did. I got four new followers because of that. It was like, follow and tweet. They just, fuck, I don't care. It would work on me. They followed me back, and then now they're going to at least see that we posted one podcast. If that gets a listen, welcome aboard. Welcome tweet aboard. Tweet us if that happened. Friend of the show. If that happened to you, that because of Eddie Guerrero, you listened to this once and you got to this point, meaning that you didn't hate it. Fucking tweet at us. We'll try to get you something. You know, if and, you're at all out, we'll buy you a beer at all out. And you can tell us whether or not Ryan's going to get to use the Jets during his ten minute uh, true ten minute ice. One bath. of those new followers for sure. Yep. Uh, My home of, that I own has a jet tub. Yeah, just to let the people know how we live. Good to own land. <laughs> Can't say it enough. Can't believe I rented all those years. Dear listener, we thank you so much for joining us for another, a very special week of the Mud Show Dirt Sheet, it felt like. Uh, went with some evening vibes, smoked a whole joint before, you can tell. But we thank you, we appreciate you, we hope 
if it's not too much trouble, you will share us or, you know, even as simple as give us a follow on Twitter. Podcasts on Twitter at Dirt Sheet Pod. I'm on Twitter at Tex Mahogany. And Ryan's on Twitter at the GGRP, all caps. It matters. It doesn't. Uh, some thank yous before we head out. Uh, podcast music, fucking Dom, incredible. Can't say it enough. It's my favorite part of the week is cutting the music into the podcast because not only do I get to listen to it and it's great, it lets me know I'm fucking done editing. So, Dom, you are a beacon of joy in my life. Facebook music at Skyhaven and Waste. Ryan, you had something to add. I have something. I know he does most of his stuff on Instagram, so it's Dominic underscore Jadrich. Spell that. J-A-D-R-I-C-H. There you go. Uh, while we're doing thank yous, uh, Griffin at, on Twitter at SugarlessFa, uh, on Instagram at Griff Mernane, I think. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Spell that. M-U-R-N-A-M-E? No. N-A-N-E. N-A-N-E. Sorry, Griffin. My bad. For some reason, I have trouble... Handsome, though. Oh, boy, does he know it. I have troubles connecting letters with him, except for, you know, the obvious one. Yeah, yeah. And we we gave him that Hamilton compliment. compliment. We can't say how good that is, you know. It's highest praise to us. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Griffin. Best of wives, best of women. (laughs) God damn it. Off the fucking rails with this one. Oh, fuck. Get me out of here. Join us next week for more smart wrestling takes by dumb wrestling marks. Five star it.